Hey there, and welcome, welcome back. Hey, Annette, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Anne? I'm doing awesome. You're all the way in Paris, France. Yes. And uh, I'm here in Halifax, Nova Scotia, so we're uh, miles apart, but thankfully for the internet, we can actually get together and do this thing. I know. It's amazing, right? <laughs> grateful. Really, really grateful for it. It um, is. When it works, it's great. <laughs> right? <laughs> But uh, anyway, this is such a hot topic. Um, Annette Dalou, um, she and I have gotten to know each other over the last few months or so, I guess since last year. Yeah. And uh, we've been talking about um, getting together and doing some presentations. And last month in the Master Number 11 membership, we did a talk about, you know, why would you even want to access your Akashic records? Right. And it was so widely received. It was so good. Uh, everybody's watching it again and again and getting more and more from it. Lots of people have signed up for readings with you because Annette, Annette will just blow your socks off with an Akashic Record reading. Um, and I can attest to that because I've been there still looking for my socks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lots to talk about that, too. Actually, I'm going to share a little bit about my experience since then. Um, anyway, we are doing a live event on Monday, May the 30th at 3 p.m. Eastern time, where we're going to be talking more about, you know, why would you even want to uh, access the Akashic Records? And, you know, why do we choose the people that we choose? Why do we choose our parents? Why do we choose our siblings? Why do we choose our, our partners and such? And I th think that's really uh, fascinating. Talking a lot about ancestral line clearing, which mm -hmm. uh, blew me away when you talked to me about that. Mm -hmm. And um, the vows and the uh, the contracts and the curses and all that crap that can kind of hinder our growth in this lifetime. Right. Um, yeah. But the big news is that um, during this live event coming up, Annette is going to lead us into a meditation so that we are all going to have the opportunity to um, go into meditation to access our Akashic records. How cool is that? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So... So what do you got for us today? What are we going to talk about today? So, so today, I think we, we can just kind of like go into like little little tidbits of uh, each of the things that you just, uh, you know, sort of outlined. So we yeah. can kind of touch on, um, you know, sort of what exactly it means to to look at the records in terms of another person. So, hmm. you know, if let's say you have a relationship with somebody and let's say it's a new relationship. Uh, it could be romantic. It could be a friendship. It doesn't matter, but you feel that connection and you just really want to know like, okay, so why do we have this connection? It could be simply just curiosity to see, okay, well, have we had past lives together and um, are we connected in some sort of way? So that can be sort of more of a, the light version of, um, you know, wanting to know how you're connected to other people. Um, and then there's also the, the other way in which you can sort of address your relationships with other people, like you said, like your parents, people, yeah. members of your family, things like that. And, um, and especially, it. yeah. And especially when you have challenging, um, yeah. situations with family, it can mm -hmm. be really, really eye opening to see like how that transpired and, and how it affects what's going on in your life now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, it's no secret that I've been, I was married twice. And, um, both times I knew this is, this, there's no other good reason for this other than this is karmic. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. um, I, I've certainly learned a lot. Um, yeah. As a result of it and the contracts associated with it. And a lot of times, you know, I would blame the relationship. I would blame the person, you know, my, my husband, um, yeah. for my lack of success, for example. And then I came to learn that, no, it wasn't, it really wasn't them. It was a lot to do with my fear of, achieving my goals yeah. and um, the contracts that I had set in place previously were really holding me back. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it helped and it, it allows you to not only have compassion for the other person, but compassion for yourself. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. Like some of the things that I've done in my past lives, I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't. Um, I was not great back then. Sorry. You know, like yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of one of those things where, um, you can, you can sort of take that, that stance of being the, uh, the person who takes the, the higher road, so to speak in this lifetime. Hmm. But then when you look back at some of the things that you've done, you're like, oh, okay, that's not always the case. Okay. So now I can understand why maybe this dynamic is happening with this other person. Right. right. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it can be a little tricky to navigate some of those relationships for sure. I know when I finally figured out why the heck I had chosen my parents, it was like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> but for a right. lot of years, I didn't get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but one of the one of the things that comes across my desk all the time is that when we talk about karmic debts on a numerology mm. chart, people yeah. are like, oh my God, I was bad. I was this, I was that. And oh, that explains why I'm being punished. Mm -hmm. Well, like, no, right. There's no mm -hmm. punishment here. It's a choice that you bring it back yeah. to work on. Do you want to yeah. elaborate on that maybe a little bit? Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because uh, it'll tie into something uh, that I can kind of address in regards to curses later. Um, it's, it's something that people think that they're being punished for, right? When in fact, that's not the case at all. It is simply your own feeling about what happened. So if you, uh, let's say committed some sort of, um, atrocity in a previous lifetime, but you had a feeling of this, this deep shame and guilt when you passed away, when you crossed over and essentially your soul is being sort of like mucked up by all of these little, um, you know, I, I call them like dust bunnies or like, you know, it's almost like a cloud of, of debris, like psychic debris. Mm -hmm. So when your, your soul is being affected by that, it's being weighed down by all of that energy, all of that sort of lower or negative energy. And so, um, so the purpose of sort of, I guess, if you want to say clearing karma is simply for yourself, it's for yourself to stop, to stop judging what you did in the past and to be able to clear that psychic debris if you will. So that's the main reason for it. Now, um, there are souls that, um, can't do it. And, and that's, that's, you know, those are the stuck souls that we're talking about, you know, the right. ones that are not able to cross over. So, um, if anybody has, you know, the, the mediumship gift, that's what their role is, is to help those souls get out of that sort of the weight of that psychic debris and, and lift them up so they can cross over so they can start clearing. It's so interesting that you say that it's how you're you're choosing to feel about it, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you hear me talk a lot about um, nobody can make you feel anything. We always are in a position to choose how we feel. And that was just a, what, what you said there was a little trigger for me to go, wow, you know, this little bit of karmic crap that I've got going on. I'm like, wow, all I have to do is change the way yeah. I look at it. You know, and, yeah. and Wayne Dyer always said, you know, you change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. 100%. So it's that simple, but I hadn't really applied that concept to an, ex yeah. you know, to experiences from previous lifetimes, but of course it yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. 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 And it just, it, it just expands it to that much bigger of a scope, if you will. So like yeah. you can say that about your emotions now that you want to be in a space where, okay, so um, if somebody does something that really irritates me, I can choose to be irritated. Yeah. I can acknowledge the fact that, Hey, that's really irritating. But then I'm like, oh, okay, well, in the grand scheme of things of what's going on today, no, today's a pretty great day. I'm going to choose not to be irritated by that, you know, right. and, and understand that maybe that one irritation is, is just one piece of the puzzle of something that's actually going to fall into place for you at a later date. That's mm -hmm. going to be like amazing, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I, I can't remember if I told you about this, but I had a, I had a computer issue and, um, basically like the guy from Dell kept on coming and trying to fix it, trying to fix mm -hmm. it and it just couldn't do it. And so, and of course I was annoyed, but it was still under warranty. And finally, because they couldn't fix it, they were like, oh, well it's under warranty. So we're just going to um, either replace it or give you a refund. Mm -hmm. And it was a four-year-old computer. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So like those little tiny irritations that I had with the computer not being fixed, but then on the back end, now I'm getting a whole brand new computer. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, you don't know how things are going to really pan out until you get there. So you have to trust the process. And you want to feel it with positive energy. Right. 100%. Rather than, yeah. Rather than obstructing yeah. the opportunity for the good stuff to come. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And like a lot of people might be getting annoyed at, let's say the, the technician that was here that couldn't fix the computer. Yeah. And in fact, Basically, he's like, I'm sorry. And he was saying this in French. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't figure it out. I was like, you know what? Go have a glass of wine. Go home. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> you know, like oh, I was not, I was not mad. I was just like, you know what? Go just go like, you know, rest yeah. rest your brain. Like I, yeah. I totally get it, you know. So oh, it does, yeah. it makes a huge difference as to how you show up in that energy. And then 
it has a ripple effect on what happens when you cross over and it has a ripple effect on on everything that you do. So yeah, it's super important to make make sure that you're not staying stuck in those energies that don't serve you in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think we need to talk a little bit about the um, ancestral line clearing, because when you did the session with myself, mm-hmm. um, I had a lot of issues. My family is, um, my, my mother's side of the family is from Jamaica. And oddly enough, my dad had a goodly amount of um, family from Jamaica, even though they both met in Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. And for those of you who are wondering, yes, both of them were white. <laughs> so <laughs> it mattered. But, you know, the other question is always, no, it's not possible. But yeah, it is possible. Mm-hmm. So it created a different dynamic being a white Jamaican versus being a black Jamaican. Mm-hmm. So it created, you know, it, it created some problems um, for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you were able to identify a lot of why I felt the way that I did mm-hmm. because of the ancestral influence that I am under yeah. Um, generations. I think we took it back six generations back to mm-hmm. a, a um, an attitude for which I don't like um, mm-hmm. that, that I was seeing in my family. And I, and I really, you know, you waved your magic wand, you do whatever it is you do. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm totally at peace with, uh, with Jamaica. Uh, and I haven't been, I, it's a beautiful place, but I've never really felt comfortable there, but whatever you did, um, in terms of the clearing work that you do opened mm. up an opportunity to allow Jamaica in. Yeah. And now I feel so comfortable. My husband and I, we've just bought a place down there. So that if, so you, exciting. if you'd asked me like two weeks before we had our session together, I'd look at you and go, you've got, you've got three heads, girlfriend. Cause <laughs> I am not doing it. Right. There's no right. But I'm totally okay with it. I'm totally relaxed. It's like this whole chain of, of, oppression that I was under for so long yeah is gone and that was that wasn't I mean there's a there are definitely a few things that happened to me in this lifetime mm-hmm. which I should I feel mm-hmm. that I should and I hate the word should but I'm gonna use it um I should have been able to get past it by now but I couldn't right because of all the crap from six yeah. generations before so maybe you want to you know I've opened the door to that maybe you want to elaborate on that a little bit yeah. Um, so we, we know that, um, when you're in resistance, um, whatever it is that you're resisting persists, right? Like yeah. that is the, that is the, uh, the saying and how it goes in your individual life. Okay. Mm-hmm. So take that and expand it into the ancestral line and imagine that something, some sort of trauma or something that happened in your ancestral line mm-hmm. that is so strong that it's basically encapsulating not only that person that it happened to in your ancestral line, but everybody moving forward until you're able to release that and then allow the natural flow of life to happen again. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's imagine it's, it's almost like a pressure cooker, you know? So the reason why a lot of times with ancestral lines, we don't clear um, much further back than let's say nine or 10 generations is because this stuff naturally cleans itself, right? Mm -hmm. It naturally kind of like, you know, goes through the process of going through the ancestral line and eventually through the course of the lifetimes of the people in this line, they will um, sort of transmute this energy. Um, and people will incarnate and light workers specifically um, do incarnate in specific family lines in order to end whatever trauma, whatever um, issues happen to be going on in that family line. So it's like, it's almost like a stopgap where the light worker incarnates into that family line to basically stop whatever is, is happening in that family line. So, um, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of different sort of, um, issues that can come up and it can show up in your life in so many different ways. Um, you know, it can show up as, as health issues. It can show up as, uh, you know, blocks to abundance. It can show up as, uh, you know, trauma, any sort of, you know, abuse trauma, um, you know, there's, uh, you know, control trauma, any of those things. So, and that can show up in, in your life in some really interesting and weird ways because you're like, well, I didn't experience any of this myself, but yet I'm feeling, you know, this, this, and this based on, I don't know what. So this gives you sort of an idea of why you're experiencing what you are. And, then we basically go back and and we're able to have a chat with the ancestors and and talk about how we can clear it. Mine were stubborn. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th there are some stubborn ones. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it's just, it, the only, it's, it's like, um, you described it uh, when you were talking about my father's uh, lineage and you're talking about my mother's lineage and mom's lineage was very, very full. And dad's was literally empty which mm -hmm. explained why my mother was so incredibly dominant in the relationship. And my father just kind of stepped, stepped back and didn't participate. Um, and, and yet I can, I can kind of associate those tunnels, if you will, um, for lack of a, a better description as they're, they're just energetically freeing and, and cleared now. Like I just feel, I just feel so much better. Um, oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah, really. I, I mean, I see Nadia's here. Hey Nadia. Yes, we are live. And Karen is here. Um, Karen had a reading with you. Was yeah. I know there's a few others that are uh, in the background there that might not have commented yet, but they've they've had sessions with you as well. And uh, for those of you who are looking for um, Akashic Record reading sessions, um, you can find Annette at infinitesoullove.com. Yep. Um, you can check her out there. And, uh, you know, I always mention that um, I've done a lot of work with uh, Fiona Black as well. And I absolutely adore Fiona. Um, mm -hmm. Style, very different between the two of you guys. Very, very different. Um, mm -hmm. And I got something very unique from both. And yeah. so I would encourage you to check out Fiona as well yeah. um, from uh, freedomwithfiona.com. Um, but uh, it's just such an amazing experience for which we don't do a whole lot. You know, honestly, uh, the person who's doing the... Um, accessing the the records from what i understand um you're only going to be shown what it is we can handle yes so we don't have to worry about oh my god what are they going to show me or maybe i was a mass murderer in a previous lifetime or whatever yeah. well, maybe were. but yeah. if you were if you're not supposed to know it right now they're not going to tell you so relax. correct correct if you're not ready to hear it they're not going to share it yeah so i just kind of you know got my ticket and sat down got my popcorn and <laughs> let you do all the work right <laughs> You're like, okay, show me the movie. Let's see it. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> I just want to clarify something here for Nadia. Um, so Nadia, this is this is just basically we're doing a, a live um, uh, introduction to what we're going to be doing on May 30th. So May yeah. 30th is when, let me just put it up here for you guys. See if I can make this happen. There we go. Um, Monday, May 30th at 3 p.m. Eastern. That is when the live event is going to happen where Annette and I will, will come together and all the membership will come together and we'll um, have our conversation like we do every month where right. you'll be able to join in. Um, and that will be held on Zoom. So what you're watching right now is actually being live streamed on StreamYard. Mm -hmm. So it's just a way for us to be able to reach out to a wider audience. So that's why we've chosen to do it that way. And for those of you who are tuning in and, and don't know how to uh, take part in this, um, this is where you're going to go right there and perinumerologist.com master 11 overview. Uh, if you go there, you'll see the opportunity to sign up. Now I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Um, the master 11 membership is now going to be expanding big time. The new membership is going to be called the clarity seekers community, um, which it's going to blow you away. What's going to be in there. Um, we're going to have um, a group chat in there, which will be like a Facebook group, but you don't have to be on Facebook to use it. It's just private to our group. Um, we're going to have people like Annette coming in and doing our live events um, once a month, as we've always done. I'm going to be teaching numerology in there as well. There's going to be all kinds of modules that you can take at your own pace. I'm going to be going into the group twice a month, um, four times a month, two different days. So we meet both time zones to get access to me. Um, as well. Uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff coming up with that. Um, but right now, if you come into the membership, uh, it's only $65 a year. That's changing significantly when the new doors open on the next membership. Okay, so if you're not already a member, jump on over, jump in. It's 65 bucks for the year. Uh, it's like $541 a month. Um, you're going to have access to my Uncover Your Life Purpose course. That's valued at $47 right there. So I would encourage you to do it. If you don't want to do the yearly thing for 65 bucks, you can do $11 a month. Your price is never going to change. I sound like an advertisement. I'm not trying to. But your price is never going to change. We're grandfathering you in. Um, if you join now before the new membership doors open, you're going to stay on at the old price, right? So I think that's really important to know. So if you really want to become a member, you want to join now because the price is it's going up because there's so many more bells and whistles to the membership um, when we open it. So the, the price has to go up, but um, that's it. That's all I want to talk about that. 
But uh, again, just go on, go on over to um, Master 11 Overview. Uh, I want to say that if you are not a Master 11, do not worry. Uh, everybody has an 11 somewhere in their chart, okay? Um, but Spirit has been yanking my chain and calling me and saying, no, 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 you've got to expand this. You have to serve a wider audience. So we will still be serving the Master 11s. Uh, there'll still be a library in there of all kinds of Master 11 stuff. There's like 45 master classes in there already. Uh, so we're gonna still that's still going to be there, but um, we're going to expand into more appealing to a wider energetically sensitive audience. And that includes the 11s. It includes the 1s, 2s, 3s, all the way to, you know, 33. Uh, it's going to be for everybody. And the community is going to get larger. You'll be able to connect with people, uh, create relationships. Um, anyway, I'm super pumped. So excited. Uh, anyway, it's a beautiful, I, it's a beautiful, beautiful space. And oh. um, and Anne gave me a little sneak peek at the logo, the new logo. It looks amazing. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty exciting. So anyway, um, but enough about that. But I really hope that you'll join us. Uh join the membership. You'll get in, uh, you'll get a, an email um letting you know when to to where your Zoom link is and all that kind of stuff, so you can attend live. Very similar format to this, only you guys will all be with us. And on your Zoom video, you can have your video on, you can turn it off, doesn't matter. Either way, whatever makes you comfortable. So that's on May 30th at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time. So what else are we going to be talking about on that day, Annette? Um, so we are also going to be, as you mentioned, we're going to be doing that that meditation to help people uh, <sighs> see what it's like to access their own Akashic records. And yeah. um you know, it's it's sort of a misnomer that uh, that only certain people can do it. Everyone can actually access their Akashic records. It is about the um, the sort of frequency you happen to be in at the moment. So, um, so you really the the Akashic records are really in a a higher frequency uh, dimension. So it is uh, it is definitely necessary to be able to be in a really beautiful, balanced and centered space. So we're going to do a meditation to, uh, to get you into that beautiful space. And then once you are, then, um, then you're, uh, we're going to, I'm going to have you meet your Akashic guide. Everybody has an Akashic guide. And then once we do that, then maybe if you are, if you are ready at that moment, then your Akashic guide might show you like little snippets of maybe a past life just to sort of show you exactly how it is that you are accessing them. So for me, like the first time I ever accessed my own Akashic records, the the lifetime they showed me was pretty simple. It wasn't anything elaborate. It was very basic. Um, the lesson was definitely uh, something that I could interpret very easily. So um, it was uh, it was something that was very brief. But it was enough to be to basically show me exactly how the messages come to me in the Akashic Records. Um, it gave me that confidence to know that, okay, yes, in fact, I am looking at the Akashic mm -hmm. Records and it's not just something I'm making up in my head. Um, so it does take time and practice to do that. But uh, it'll just help you to understand what it means to be in the Akashic records and how powerful of a tool it is. And quite frankly, when the, when you're in the energy of the Akashic records, the, the energy is just really, it's lovely. It's very, I, I always describe it as like yummy energy. It's just really, <laughs> it's really happy and it's really lovely to be in the records. Even if you are looking at challenging information, it's still, it's still a really good energy to be in. Isn't this where, like you went into the Akashic records, isn't that where you found out that this was your gift to be able to do this kind of work? Um, sort of, yes. So it's, it's interesting because I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. So, I mean, yeah. I can't say that I, I literally just went into the Akashic records to realize that this was what I was supposed to do, but it was sort of handed to me in various different ways. So like, um, I had been getting some messages through dream states. Um, so a lot of people will access their past lives actually through dream states because it's much easier to do. Um, right. The the problem with dream state is that you don't really know, um, you know, if you wake up from a dream, okay, is this something that, um, you know, I watch a lot of sci-fi. So like, is this because I just watched a, a sci-fi movie or is this because yeah. like, yeah. Um, is this some something that I'm working through? Is this something my subconscious is working through? Is this an astral travel? Is this a, 
uh, is this a past life? And so whenever I have a really like rich dream, I usually ask my guides and my angels after the dream. And I'm like, okay, so what was that? Was that, was that mm -hmm. meant to be a, a message for me? Was that, was I astral travel? Like I'll go through the whole list and, and ask them what it was because it's, um, sometimes it is hard to figure out which it is, but for me, that was starting to be the overarching message was that the Akashic records was what I was meant to be doing. Um, and eventually I, you know, I found a book that I really liked, uh, by a gentleman named Ernesto Ortiz, um, mm -hmm. and read that book cover to cover and was like, okay, I, I think I'm ready to do this. Um, but I, it still was like little baby steps. So I went to, I think I had mentioned this in the last, um, in the last live stream though, but I went to see, uh, uh, Brian Weiss and mm -hmm. he did a little seminar in Chicago and it was a one day seminar. Um, and yeah. And then that was, that was the first time I had accessed the records and it was great. So a lot of the people who follow me are following me because they're trying to figure out what the heck they're here for. You know, what is, yeah. my, where am I, you yeah. know, what am I supposed to be doing? So when you go to access the Akashic records and maybe you're interested in knowing what you are supposed to be doing in this lifetime, would mm -hmm. it be helpful to set the intention for that purpose as to why you are accessing the Akashic records? Um, it's helpful. Yes. Uh, however, I think that if that is something that you absolutely need to know, mm -hmm. uh, the guides are going to tell you anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. that's the one thing that, um, that I do have to say is that you can set your attention to, uh, let's say, get that information about your soul purpose and your life purpose. Cause they can be two slightly different things. Yeah. Um, you can set the intention to, let's say, know about a certain relationship or whatever it happens to be. Um, but if, if the if your Akashic guide and your your angel team, your spirit team are like, okay, no, you need to know this other bit of information first, mm -hmm. they will tell me and they will say, okay, you're gonna go here first. Yeah. And you're gonna talk about this whole thing and then we'll get back to this other thing. Right. So um I basically present all of the intentions initially in the beginning of the session and right. let them guide me as to where they're gonna go first. Mm -hmm. Because how it's so beautiful how it all comes together, because basically when you're setting the intention, okay, I want to know what my soul purpose is or what my spiritual gifts are. Yeah. And, you know, you don't, let's say you, you haven't gotten all of your spiritual gifts yet, or they haven't come online yet. Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, I want to say everybody has the capability of all the spiritual gifts, quite frankly, it's just about yeah. what's dominant for you um, and what you're meant to do in this lifetime. So so essentially, um, in order to get to that answer, we might actually look at a bunch of lifetimes in regards to, uh, let's say, a relationship you have with another person, or let's say it has to do with your parents. And like knowing that story arc actually mm -hmm. kind of gets you from that point to your sole purpose, because you're getting a, a, a wider vision of what your trajectory has been. Right. So sometimes it can look like when they, when they, when they guide me somewhere, sometimes it looks like we're going a little off track, but I guarantee you there's always a rhyme and reason to it. And they always bring us right back to the answer that you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I think I remember if I remember um, and my, my mind is just like racing with all the information that you shared with me through it. But um, you sort of suggested that I be prepared with some questions, but you didn't know, you didn't need to know, didn't even want to know what those questions were prior to us doing the session. Mm -mm. Right. No, no. Yeah. Cause they, they just need to be asked like while we're in the records. So basically you will, um, you know, sort of recite all the questions while we're, while we have the records open. Sometimes I do it before I open the records, but it doesn't really matter because it's like setting that intention. And then right as we get into the records, then that's when they guide me and they tell me which one they would, they want us to, to tackle first. So what would be a common, I know everybody's experience is going to be different, but what would be a common experience for somebody who's never done this before, has never gone into the records? What might be a common thing for them to feel or to see? Mm, okay. Um, well, the first common thing would be a little bit of fear. Um, mm -hmm. The most common thing people will uh, tell me before a session mm -hmm. is I'm a little nervous. I'm a little scared at what I'm going to be shown. I, I don't I don't know what to expect. Um, and to your point, what you said earlier, which is they're never going to show you anything that you can't handle. And they're never going to show you something that is 
um, going to make you feel more scared or more, you know, worried about something. Um, I have not been in a situation where it's made anybody's lives like worse in any way. It always right. makes things better. So, um, that's, that's something that I want to make sure that everybody knows is that there's nothing to be worried about. Um, you know, having like that nervous anticipation, sure. You know, that's, that's that little bit of excitement of learning something new about yourself and about your soul that you may not have known. Um, the other thing that, uh, people can expect is that, um, it is, uh, when you're in the Akashic records, it is a, like I said, a higher frequency. Mm -hmm. So, um, so to feel something physically, meaning like you might get a headache, you might feel some buzzing, you might feel some other sort of physical sensations. Um, and so I usually check in with people throughout the course of the session, just to make sure that they're feeling okay, you know, ask them how they're doing, because, um, if you're starting to get a headache, then we'll just like ground, I'll ground you again, just to make mm -hmm. sure that we're, um, we're nice and grounded because grounding is super important while you're in the records. Cause we need to stay, you know, earthbound while we're, while we're accessing them. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I had a good headache afterwards. Um, yeah. and that was my own fault really, because I just was not drinking enough water afterwards. I, I mm. really, 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 really can't emphasize enough mm. how important it is to drink the water after yeah. the fact. It, it makes yeah. such a significant difference. There's no need to have a headache. You don't have to have a headache, but right. you're processing so much stuff. I always think of it as kind of like an hourglass. And mm. even, I mean, what, what is it, a month ago that we did this? Yeah. Um, or, or more, but it, it's like the sand is just still trickling down and... Yeah. I haven't even listened to the recording yet. Oh, uh, really? Okay. I, I have not listened to the recording yet because I'm yeah. still processing what I do remember. Yeah. And it's so, like I said, it cost me a lot of money <laughs> yeah. because the clearing that you created for me caused me to go, oh, sure, let's go live in Jamaica. Right? So <laughs> we can do that. Right? <laughs> Alrighty then. That was probably the most expensive reading I've ever had. <laughs> I, I, I promise. I promise I'm not going to make people spend money, but I'm just, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that it won't make you want to do really beautiful, wonderful things with your life, which yeah. may entail spending money. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. Oh, it's all cool. It's, it's, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just poking fun at you because that's what I like to do. Um, of course. <laughs> but uh, anyway, oh, there's a couple of questions here. Uh, Donna wants to say, I'm 72. Isn't it too late to know my purpose? Absolutely not. Hell No. no. Yeah. No, because the thing is, is that if you know your purpose now, um, you actually, it might be part of your soul's trajectory and your life's purpose in this lifetime to yeah. know at this exact moment. And maybe the information you need to know between now and the time you cross over is going to be the most significant part of your life in terms of the energetic work that you do. So no, it's never too late. Um, it's, I feel like with certain people, um, you know, for example, like my father, before he crossed over, um, I don't want to say it was too late for him, but he was not on the spiritual path in any way. Mm -hmm. So like for, for somebody who is not on the spiritual path for them to get on the spiritual path later in life might be a little bit more difficult, but I have seen it done. And I have seen people awaken like later on in their life and all of a sudden their whole life changes. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, um, it's really about the individual and I don't think it's ever too late. You know, it's, it's, it's an interesting question that you bring up Donna, because, um, you know, I've been a spiritual seeker my whole life. I mean, for years, I, I, since I was a child, like I was, um, always interested in this kind of stuff, but it wasn't until I was about, um, 50, I think I've been about 13 years ago. I actually figured out that this is my purpose, you know, that yeah. this is really my purpose. And it took me quite a long time. But I, what I want to say to that is that there are so many um, ways to look at purpose. Like I believe that your purpose begins every single morning you wake up, you open your eyes, you put your feet on the floor, your purpose starts then, right? Mm -hmm. How can you raise the vibration of somebody else today? What can you do that might just improve their day? Because if you improve their day, your day's already better, right? So it's take the focus away from yourself, focus on somebody else. Um, it's the little things, you know, it's, 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 
smiling at somebody who hasn't been smiled at in a long time, taking time to talk to somebody who hasn't been had a good conversation with somebody for a while, buying a coffee for the guy on the street, whatever mm. it takes. It doesn't have to be this huge magnificence. I'm a doctor. Or I'm a you know lawyer. Or I'm a dentist. Or, no, it's it's we seem to think that it's something we aspire to get and to have. And it's not. It's how do we live our life mm -hmm. moment by moment, breath by breath. So there is no token at the end. There's no trophy. There's no, it's, you know, it's how you choose to respond to what you're dealt um, moment by moment is what's going to define your life and ultimately what your purpose is. So beautifully said. Yeah. And that's, and it's, it's something that I feel is not, um, as you said, it's not finite. So, no, I mean, perfect. this is, this is continuing on and on and on and on. Um, and yes, a lot of people like to say, oh, I, I've, you know, reached enlightenment in some way, but I don't ever feel there's a, there's a point in which you are stopping your spiritual growth because, exactly. um, you know, from what I have seen, um, this is my last life on this planet. Mm -hmm. And from that point, I could decide to come back, but I may or may not, but they have shown me where I'm going after this. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, you know, it's another dimension, it's another space and, you know, I will continue my growth there. So it's yeah. not like I'm just going to go there and just be kind of stagnant, you know, like, so when I get to that other space, maybe it's a sort of a, a, a different dimension, a higher dimension, I'll sort of be the low man on the totem pole in that dimension. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, and then I'll have to work my way up over there, you know? So yeah. When everybody sort of goes through this process and they've they've been through this process in in various different ways and different orders and you know you know we want to talk about like people who have been you know in Atlantis Lemuria uh, people who have you know lived in other planets and other dimensions in mm -hmm. in other lifetimes like yeah. um, you know I'm a very very earthbound soul like I I've I've clearly chosen Earth many 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 times um, for. Um, millions of years, but there are other people that um, I, you know, dive into their records and they don't really like earth and they've only been here a few times because they it hate sucks. it and it sucks, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah I've been so, there, done that, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it just depends on the soul. Um, so what's your, first I just want to acknowledge Aaron. Hey, Aaron, good to see you. Uh, Aaron's asking, do you connect the client to source and to mother earth before going in? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. How do you feel about, I was reading about this in, in the book, soul plan, soul plans, soul plan, I think. Um, I was reading last night and talking about uh, the soul can be active for lack of a better word in more than one dimension at the same time. Mm -hmm. Your soul could be here. Your soul could be, on another planet, your soul could be in, you know, another galaxy somewhere. How do you yeah. feel about that? Yeah. Um, so uh, that's where you start getting into the brain bending. <laughs> so um, <laughs> when you start talking about how um, everything is happening simultaneously, right? So yeah. we talk about past lives. And in fact, they're not really happening in the past. They're all happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. since uh, time is not linear. So yeah, in fact, your soul can be, you know, busy, busy, diving, busy. <laughs> yeah, diving into all kinds of past life. That's why a lot of this, this healing work that we do in the Akash is so powerful and is so effective because you're not only healing for your current lifetime, but you're healing for other lifetimes in other uh, places and other dimensions, all kinds of things. And it's all happening simultaneously. So it's all it's all cumulative and compounding upon each other and uh, serving to elevate and um, and sort of, uh, you know, help the whole of your soul. Yeah. So can you um, can you speak to the concept then that when we are healing ourselves, we're healing our ancestors? Oh, yeah. So um when it comes to our ancestors, so our ancestors are not necessarily people that are part of our past lives. So it's an ancestral mm -hmm. line specifically that we have incarnated into. Now, yeah. could you have had past lives in the same ancestral line? Sure. If you have chosen to work with that specific ancestral line. 
So right. then it just depends on what you have chosen to do and what your trajectory is, what your soul's purpose is, everything like that. So um, when you have decided to incarnate in a particular ancestral line, um, what you are doing is you are you are helping all of the other souls in that ancestral line, you're helping them to ascend as well. So um, it's just like any other sort of light worker job, if you will, like every mm -hmm. light worker has a specific job that they do, or they have many jobs that they do. So that might be a light worker job where you are actually incarnating into all these different ancestral lines to either end them or to heal and continue them. Because for example, if, if there are certain ancestral lines that are just there, there's so much trauma and so much stuff that has gone on that they just need to be ended, then maybe you will incarnate in an ancestral line and not have children to end that line. Right. Oh. And then basically that, that sort of truncates anything that has happened, you heal it and that ends it. So, um, so yeah, there are various different reasons or, uh, you know, sort of, um, purposes, I guess you could say for incarnating in ancestral lines. And it just, yeah, it just depends on what it is you've decided. We had a conversation about this when you did my session, um, where I confessed that, um, I was planned, but only by my mother, mm. <laughs> not my dad. She managed to, to make it all happen. And, um, I come from a long line of alcoholics, um, very strong on my father's both sides, actually, but more, more so on my dad's side. And I just found it so fascinating that, um, you know, that people talk about alcoholism being a hereditary condition. Mm -hmm. And to me, it never made sense because, you know, I have two brothers and myself and we all enjoy a drink, but we're far from alcoholics. Right. Yeah. And you suggested to me that it was me that had to come in to break that cycle. Mm -hmm. Moving yeah. forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I found that interesting. I also found it interesting that <clears throat> Susan Saucy, many of you guys will know Susan. Um, Susan uh, is the one that I do the forecasts with every month. We're actually doing the June forecast this afternoon. And um, when Susan did a session with with me my I don't know, last year or something, my dad came through and he once again, and it's not the first time this has happened. It seems to be with every psychic medium that connects with my dad. My dad always relays the message. Oh my God, I'm learning so much from Anne. It's just amazing to watch her. It's just like, Oh, she's just, she's learning so much and she's doing so much and she's teaching so much and she's blah, blah, blah. You know, I never knew that side to her, but Oh my gosh, like I, I'm just sitting back learning so much from her. So I'm, you know, he's evolving even yeah. on side because of what I'm doing right here. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Well, and, and that's, it's such a, it's such an incredible thing to know that like the impact you can have on one person by yeah. literally just being you by doing exactly yes. what you're doing. Yes. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because I had been told by a friend of mine who is a medium that when my dad crossed over that, uh, or when he passed on that he would have a hard time crossing over and that we might actually have to step in and help him mm -hmm. cross over yeah. because he had so much um, sort of, you know, darker energy that was going on with the the life that he had let that he had lived was just a very difficult life. Right. So, um, but it just so happened that there was one conversation that I had with him before he passed that changed everything, yeah. and he was able to cross over on his own simply by having just a, a simple conversation about. Um, and actually it was, it was a beautiful conversation we had because he basically said to me, well, I don't know, I'm probably going to hell. And I'm like, dad, th there is no hell. He's like, really? I was like, no. And so I just kind of told him about like, you know, what I've seen in the Akashic records. And my dad had always been a, um, a self-proclaimed atheist. So like, he didn't believe in most of that stuff anyway. So I was like, you know, there's no reason to be afraid. Yeah. And that in and of itself helped him and allowed him to be able to cross over in a way that is now he's, his soul is able to now ascend further. So right. yeah, just one tiny little moment can make all the difference in a person's life. And it's, you know, I, I think it was Donna that said, you know, I'm 72, isn't it too late to know my purpose? Maybe that in a sense was your purpose for that day. Yeah. Right. That contribution yeah. that you made to your dad's experience and his understanding yeah. 
was yeah. a very big part of your purpose. Again, it doesn't come in the form of a certificate. No, just because, you know, I did a video on this last year. I, I, I did last summer. I was kind of feeling inspired. And I did a bunch of pony webcams, Wednesday pony webcams. And I would get on my horse and I just rattle off about whatever spirit told me to talk about. And one of the things nice. we talked about was life purpose. Right. Yeah. And I said, you know, a doctor doesn't get up every morning going, yeehaw. Um, you know, this is my purpose. No, he'll, he'll get up and he'll do the job. And when he helps somebody to feel better, that is the purpose. The purpose mm -hmm. is not to have the certificate on the wall that says he's the doctor. It's how right. does he feel being the doctor? That is where the purpose is. But we get it asked backwards and we look for the certificate to define, right. you know, right. this thing in our head that says we have to be a something, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Erin yeah. is saying my mom, 57, just passed the end of December. I'm sorry. From alcoholism oh, in which I still haven't told anyone uh, that because she hit it so well. Oh gosh. Mm. Aaron, you know what? Thank you for sharing that. I love yeah. that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, vulnerable, vulnerability to me is so big and I do talk a lot about my family. I do talk a lot about my experiences and whatnot. And it's never, ever to make it about me. Mm -hmm. It's because I feel that I have to live. Um, I have to live my life so that I experience stuff so that when I connect with you guys, um, maybe I'll have something that I can share that I've gone through that might help you. Mm -hmm. And so Aaron, you just shed a big light on a lot of people who are going to see this video after the fact. So God bless you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you. Sharing. And uh, I know how tough it is. So been there, done that. <laughs> it's a t-shirt we never want to have, right? Let's rip, let's right, take those right, off. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you for sharing. Um, and she is still with you in spirit, 100%. Uh, sometimes it takes a while to figure that out, but um, they are there. I know my, <laughs> my mom's been around an awful lot recently. Since I made my peace with Jamaica, she always hoped that I would. And since I've made my peace with Jamaica, it seems so weird for me to say it now. Um, she's blowing smoke in my face every day. <laughs> she was a heavy smoker and she knew it pissed me off every time she'd be smoking around me. But now in spirit, like I'm so grateful to get the smoke in my face because I know she's around and she's happy. And anytime I'm kind of, there's a lot that goes into buying property down South and a lot of hoops and reels you got to go through. Um, but uh, anytime I kind of hit a snag or whatever, she's like, <laughs> it's in my face. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Well, and I, there's something that's sort of coming to me right now as well is in regards to, um, you know, how she was saying that, uh, you know, people don't know that that's what she was struggling with. Um, and that might be divinely guided, actually, because mm -hmm. when um, when there's information that's shared and information that's out there, then you have energy that's coming back to you. Right. Mm -hmm. So if um, let's say people know that your uh, mother or father is an alcoholic then you have all of these different energies coming at you that have opinions, judgments, whatever it happens to be regarding that. Mm -hmm. So in which case, not knowing about what her struggle was might be part of helping her soul to let that struggle go because she's not having all of those outside judgments or outside energies kind of like coming at her, even, even in spirit, right? So um, it could be by design. So just understand that sometimes in those particular situations, the way that things happen might be perfect the way that they need to for that particular soul. Yeah. So interesting that you say that. Um, I want to reach out and, and sort of extend this. I don't know if you, Annette, do you know Jan Arden, the musician? Uh, I don't Arden? think so. No, okay, because you're American, so you probably didn't. You probably don't, but I'm sure that um, Nadia knows her. I'm certain Karen knows her. Uh, Canadians will definitely know her. Jan Arden is kind of our jewel, right? She she's an amazing um, musician. I went to her concert on Tuesday night. So oh, cool. Jan was she's she, she got a tremendous sense of humor, an absolutely amazing sense of humor, and um, she always talks about her mom and her dad and how dysfunctional the family was and her brother's in jail for committing murder. And um, she's just, you know, she's got quite a story, right? And she writes really great music because of it. Anyway, uh, she seemed to say many times during this um, concert, she said, you know, something good will always come from something bad. And she would always kind of plant that seed. And so we're all kind of listening to it. Right. 
And eventually she, she stopped and she said, you know, my father was a raging alcoholic. Um, it was very, very difficult. Like he was not a nice alcoholic. And she said, so I hid in the basement an awful lot just to try to stay out of the way. But then she said, um, you know what? She said that was his gift to me. His anger, his abuse, his all that. She said, I see it as a gift now because if he'd been the warm and fuzzy dad, I would have been hanging around upstairs and I never would have had the content with which to write from, you know, the, or to write from. I wouldn't have had the life experiences that I had. Yeah. Um, yeah, turning shit to gold. You're right. Absolutely. The lemons to lemonade. Uh, it's so true. But anyway, her, her point was that because she hid in the basement for so many years, um, she wrote some kick-ass songs, very, very popular songs, really, really good ones. Yeah. Um, the, the one that she's famous for, Annette, that you might have heard is I've Got a Good Mother. And her mm -hmm. heart is what always brings me home. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, I don't think so. She's amazing. Um, yeah. But I just wanted to share that. It was that she saw that, that this, this dad that she chose, you know, mm -hmm. as she was considering who she was going to bring in as her, as her birth parents, Mm -hmm. um, the arrangement was, okay, I'm coming in as the alcoholic dad, my dad, same thing. Um, Aaron's mom, same thing. You know, we chose mm -hmm. that for whatever reason. Now our job is to figure out how did we benefit as a result of that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and the thing is, is that when it comes to spiritual awakening also, um, it's, it's interesting because I have, so many people have, have, you know, asked me about my spiritual awakening story and, mm -hmm. um, I'm actually in fact going to be doing, uh, one of my podcast episodes, just kind of going through that because, um, you know, people have this sort of idea that, okay, going through a spiritual awakening, it's like, oh, it's just peace and clarity and love and amazingness. <laughs> and it's like, oh no, it's, um, it's like, okay. Um, going through like a death, going through another ego death. Okay. Yeah. And maybe like some fear and then maybe you okay. come out of it for like five minutes and then you're back into the fear, back into the death, back into yeah. the, you know, like it's, it's not easy. And what triggers that are the things that actually need to be brought up and healed within you. Yeah whether it's through family line, whether it's through past lives, whether it's through what it, it doesn't matter what it is, but everybody sort of chooses their way in which they are going to awaken. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. some people do it through near death experiences. Some people do it through, um, you know, incarnating as a master number 11, you know, somebody, you yeah. know, like it just, it just depends on, um, you know, how you've chosen, but all of the, the ways in which we ascend our, um, or how we start our ascension process it's not easy. No. It's not easy. So, um, well, we didn't sign up for it to be easy either. No, of course not. Of course yeah. not. And we are all equipped for the job. 100%. And I'm so grateful for all of the experiences that I've had because, yeah, oh my gosh, looking, looking back on who I was even just 10 years ago. Yeah. Right. Completely night and day, like completely yeah. different person, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know how people even recognize me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm grateful for all all the uh, all the trials, all the tribulations, all the stuff that I've gone through over the last um, several years, actually. Yeah. Um, and people, <laughs> I'm grateful for the ones that hung in with me because sometimes it wasn't pretty. Yeah. Um, my family could have uh, tossed me to the curb many times, but they didn't. They chose not to. So mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that too. Mm -hmm. But uh, I always put out an affirmation every day that says, I'm just so grateful that you're bringing me the perfect people to connect with. Yes. In the perfect timing for me. Yes. I use that affirmation all the time. And, and I do that because I, I realize that if, you know, Sue Smith books a reading with me two weeks down the road, I'm intended to experience, if I haven't already, I'm, I have that space of time where I'm intended to experience something that will benefit her when I meet her. It blows my mind. Every time I connect with people on readings, it's like, Oh, that's why you're here. You know, like it's, it's so funny. It's like, yeah. Oh my God, I know I can be so empathetic and saying, Oh my God, I get it. I understand why you're here. Spirit just, just dropped it in our laps. Mm -hmm. Let me help you with that. Right. Yeah. We have to trust that the process that we're going through, even though it can be a shit storm, even though it can be really horrible and ugly, um, there's always something really rich or we wouldn't be yeah. going through it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we're all 100%. up for it. Yeah. Yeah. We're all up for it. So. And what's really important throughout that whole process, and that's why you, you're here, that's why I'm here, is that yeah. to have that support 
is so super, super important, you know? Um, and, and my, my support throughout my spiritual awakening has, has been different throughout the course of it. So like there has been, uh, there's been a time in the past where like I would work with certain coaches or I would work with, uh, certain people, um, during my spiritual awakening and, you know, it all changes based on where you happen to be. And then going back and looking at the information that let's say you got from a session or a numerology session, like, you know, 10 years ago, and then you look at it now and you're just like, now you can see a bigger picture. And it's just so beautiful how everything just kind of comes together. Um, And that's why with your community, like when I saw all the videos, like I, I was like perusing through all the videos and I'm like, it's so beautiful because like, you might see a video that doesn't resonate with you right now, but it might resonate with you in five years. Yeah. So like, hang on to that and make mental note because it'll, it'll come, it'll come back when it needs to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate you saying that. I guess I, part of this whole thing with me, I want everybody to know who, who, if you are part of the master number 11 membership right now, I don't, one of the biggest things I have is I don't want you to think for one second that I am abandoning you or that I am not going to be paying attention to your needs or whatever. I'm just expanding the membership. It's going to be called the clarity seekers community because I want more people in here. I've been keeping it kind of small and keeping you guys kind of sheltered. We need more people in there um, who are going to inspire us. We need more people to help us to grow, to challenge us. And this is the only way I can do it. So um, I'm super, super pumped that we're going to have like a, a community within the community where we're, we're going to be able to chat. We're going to be able to talk. We're going to be able to share pictures and stories. And it's like a Facebook group, but not on Facebook. because I don't want to do Facebook if I can help mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it's all it's all coming under there. So, uh, all right. What's it say here? Melanie from Texas says I booked an Akashic Record reading with Annette after our last month's Zoom. It was so amazing. I have a much better understanding of my life path now. Yay! Yay. That's awesome. I, I know. Thanks, this- son. Nice <laughs> to see you. Erin uh, says my benefit in my experience is that I learned true forgiveness towards my mother, and I have been working on forgiving myself. And this energy is helping with that. Oh my God, Erin. Man, you're hitting all the nerves today, girlfriend. <laughs> Seriously, I get it. I totally get it. We feel, I'm sure there's got to be some nine stuff going on in your chart somewhere or some six stuff that says we're the fixers and and uh, somehow we have to keep everybody protected and, and make it all work and make it all warm and fuzzy for everybody. And there's so much, there's so many lessons in that because you can't fix that, right? That's their mm-hmm. journey. And how yeah. we respond to the journey is our journey. So yeah. you got to keep it quite separate. So it sounds like you're doing a great job with that. So good for you. Um, Teresa says me too. And uh, no, Ella, Ella is saying, I'm learning. I'm on my path and the shadow work and forgiveness is huge. And I feel the shifts. Isn't that great? That is fantastic. Erin um, says, I love the master number 11 membership. And this is great. Expansion and community is wonderful. Thank you, Erin. I needed to hear that because <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I can't lie. Um, Barbara Jean, uh, McLeod Pizant. You got to be Nova Scotian, Barbara Jean, because Pizant's a very Nova Scotia name. My parents are both alcoholics. So I can really relate. Hugs. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. Got the t-shirts, right? Grandparents, you name it. <laughs> it's just one big party for years. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, there you go. Heart's Desire is a nine. Ooh, Aaron, you get the, the fixer t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you go, girlfriend. You get lots to learn just like me. It's all right. We love you just the same, right? <laughs> we're all good in this. We're all good in this. But listen, guys, we've been on for an hour. We were only supposed to come on for maybe a half an hour. If anybody's got any very, any last minute comments or questions that you'd like to uh, to ask Annette or myself, now's the time because we're about to uh, to tidy up for today. But really hoping that you will um, join us. We are going to get together for a full-blown discussion on Monday, May 30th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. You have to be a member of the membership to be able to access it. Um, Once you become a member of the the membership, you gain gain access to all the live events, but you also get the PDF documents that support it. You get the audio recording afterwards. If you can't make the live, it's okay. You'll get the recording afterwards. We actually email it right to you, and it's in the membership as well. Um, and there's about 45 other master classes in there already that you can take advantage of. So that's happening on Monday, May 30th at 3 PM. Um, if you want to join now, you can join for 65 bucks for the entire year. That'll give you 12 live events. Actually, it'll get you more than that because once we open up the doors to the new membership, there'll be a lot more live stuff going on in there. Um, but that price will never go up. 
every year you get charged 65 bucks as long as you want to be a member um, or $11 a month, whatever you want to do. Uh, but it is going up in price once the new membership opens. Um, you got to check out Annette at infinitesoullove.com. She's got a kick-ass uh, podcast, really great uh, speakers on there. <clears throat> I'm one of them. Um, <laughs> we had lots of fun doing that. <laughs> uh, oh, I see Annette's frozen. Um, anyway, we have... Um, We've got all that going on. What else do we have going on? Um, oh, Annette's podcast uh, is The Heart of You. So if you search The Heart of You, you're going to be able to find it. It's hosted on uh, Paris Underground Radio. It's an excellent podcast. All kinds of really good uh, guest speakers on there. Uh, let's go back into the comments. You disappeared there for a minute there, girlfriend. Are you back? Yeah, I saw that. And you disappeared as well. I was like, where Where did we both go? <laughs> into the ethers. <laughs> Uh, I do so want to mention that if, if people are going to be joining the, um, the membership group now, um, you can go visit the, um, the one that we did last month. So it would be the first part right. of this discussion. Yeah. So you can go see that video first before we do the video on the 30th. So just to let you know, this is like a part two kind of thing. Yeah. You don't have to watch part one before, but it, it helps to give a little bit of context. About yeah, what we're gonna be talking about, good so, point. Yeah. And I think that for the members, you have a nice little offer too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Does that still stand? It does. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember what it was. <laughs> so Annette kindly was offering members of the membership. You got to join the membership to get the link. Um, but she has a, um, a discount, a $50 discount. That's right. Readings, yeah. But you have to be part of the membership to get it. I mean, if you pay $65 for the membership, you get $50 off her reading. So, I mean, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Right? Yep. Anyway, um, Ella is saying she'd like to book a reading with Annette. You will not regret it. Oh my God. Um, can't wait for the expanded membership. Thank you. I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, Barbara Jean says, yes, I'm from Cape Breton. I knew it. Um, but my husband was a peasant from Windsor. Well, I grew up in, well, grew up. I kind of grew up. Yeah. I moved there when I was 20. So I kind of grew up 20 to, to 53. I lived in lower Sackville. So uh, I know the peasants from there. Um, Facebook user. I'm sorry. I don't know your name um, from San Diego. Yeah. The membership um, it I'll just put the banner up there. Now your membership is right now. It is just $65 for the entire year. Um, and that includes being part of the expanded membership that's coming up in the next month or two. And we, um, you will never have a price increase, but if you wait until the new membership opens up, it will be, um, considerably more expensive to get into the new membership. So, uh, but I'm going to grandfather everybody in that wants to join now. You all can have the same price for ever and ever. Amen. Uh, Dina, I love how authentic you both are. Thank you for sharing. Oh, thanks for being here. Um, and Aaron is asking, so is this different than our 11 membership? Do I need to cancel and rejoin this with this new link? Oh, absolutely not, Aaron. Um, you have everything. It's what's going to happen. It's a, kind of a lot of a technical thing, but don't worry about it. Um, you're, if you are already a member of the master number 11 membership, or if you're just joining now or whatever, you'll be housed over on one website, which is the existing website, but you'll be redirected to where the new group is. Okay. So you'll still have all, all the same stuff you've had before, but then a whole bunch more. So it's, uh, it's gonna be pretty slick how it works. So don't worry about canceling or doing any of that stuff. Um, oh, good. Oh, that'd be great. Sign up for the membership right after this live. I'm so happy to hear it. Welcome. Welcome ahead of time. So good to see you guys. Thank you, Annette, for all your time. My gosh, you've been amazingly generous with your time. I appreciate it. Everybody loves listening to you. And she's frozen again. Isn't that great? <laughs> At least she's got a nice face to be frozen by. <laughs> Give her a second to uh, to get back in here so we can wrap things up. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, anybody have any last minute questions? I think I'm back. She's back. She's back. <laughs> All right, it's, guys. it's funny because when I freeze, it does this like weird little circle searching thing. So yeah, okay. So well, now I think I'm have that ugly freeze. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've been lucky both times. Your face is kind of like nice, and the dimples are showing. It's in some weird right? like your your eyes are closed, and you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. If somebody's just tuning in, it doesn't it doesn't look that bad. It's all good. So. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You, thank you so much for having us. It's always a pleasure to have uh, conversations with you. So, Oh, likewise. Likewise. 
So take care, guys. We will look forward to seeing you on the 30th of May. Make sure y'all sign up so you can get in there um, and uh, so that you can get in on that live meditation. And Annette will be taking you into your Akashic Records. So or leading you so that you can go in and access your Akashic Records all by yourself um, with her. <laughs> yes. All by myself. It sounds a little bit scary, but it's not. She's going to no, lose no, a long no. way. And it's, it's an amazing experience. If you haven't experienced it yet, check her out. Um, you can, uh, you can check out Annette's offerings right there at infinite soul Make sure that you subscribe to her podcast, the heart of you. Okay. Love you guys. Group love hug. You. Bye. See you soon. Take care. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye.